0: I'd like to welcome everyone to The Florence Weinberg Show. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, the author of 16 different books, the subject of a documentary, the uh, subject of a lengthy radio series prior to becoming her own radio show host and podcast host. And you could hear her on 124 different outlets. And uh, she's uh, like the Grandma Moses of media, uh, all media now. She's uh, You can see her on all types of outlets and uh, and right now without further ado let's bring on dr. Florence by him Weinberg and doc how are you
1: I'm doing very well thank God and how about
0: you yeah I'm I'm doing well and I uh, was we just talking a little off mic and and boy I kind of chills go up your spine when you talk about this subject and maybe you could fill everybody in on what we were just talking about it's uh <laughs> Yes, Disturbing, right. I, fascinating, I all rolled up into one.
1: All right, here we go. Uh, this it hasn't been made much worse now that Texas has outlawed virtually all abortions, and uh, so women uh, who are de- in desperate circumstances will be forced to carry an unwanted uh, pregnancy to term. The problem is abandonment and it has been a problem of a bad uh, for a while before uh but now uh, that, that terrible tragedy will be hugely increased uh, we are afraid and uh, uh one of our council members uh who is actually up here in district 9 um uh, Uh, which is a relatively wealthy uh, area of the city. It's certainly usually white. Uh, It's a pretty much self-segregated area. Uh, Anyway, he his his name is John Courage, uh, and he has had some of that in order to present to the uh, San Antonio City Council a proposal to install baby boxes, uh, at firehouses around the city and other spots as well wow. uh, and uh, I had never heard the term baby box in my life until this past Saturday so the day before yesterday uh, when uh, this was the banner headline for the San Antonio Express news city hopes baby boxes cut tragedies and I thought what <laughs> what are baby boxes well the, the story begins, and I will read the first couple of paragraphs because they tell you this, uh, what uh, baby boxes avoid or potentially do. Uh, okay, here we go. This I'm quoting now from uh, Taylor Petoway is the name of the staff writer. Baby Noel was found in 2013 in a duffel bag on a conveyor belt in an East Side recycling center. Oh. He he was 3 days old when he was strangled by his mother and dumped in the trash. Oh my god. Newborn baby Christian was found dead in a uh, in a suitcase on the side of Interstate 37 over Mother's Day weekend in 2015. <clears throat> They are among nearly 50 newborn babies who were killed and abandoned by their parents in San Antonio in the last decade. Now the city council is proposing the creation of baby boxes at various locations to provide parents in crisis a safe place to anonymously drop off a baby. The council is hoping to reduce the number of infant homicides. Okay, and going on then, um, Mr. Courage, as he pre- presented the idea to the city council, uh, told what what a baby box would do. It would be a box uh, that would be open. Uh, there would be a door on the outside. Uh, and a, a little crib-like bed on the in, right in the middle where the woman would deposit the baby. Then the door would close and lock so she couldn't have second thoughts and grab the baby out again. On the other side is a door, and a silent alarm goes off when that outer door is opened. So a medical person who would be on duty... Uh, would immediately come and open the inner door and take the baby out and give the baby its the attention it will no doubt need. And so that's how the mechanism would work. And uh, Mr. Courage was telling the council that to begin with. He acknowledged that the decision to give up a, a child must be excruciating. And the mother has to be absolutely uh, desperate to uh, resort to such a solution. So um, the anonymity of these surrender uh, locations would certainly save lives. There's a state law that has been in effect for some time. I'm looking for a date. I don't see it. Um, that is, uh, It's referred to as the baby Moses or safe heaven law. And it uh, says that parents can leave an unhar- uh, unharmed uh, infant less than 60 days old um, at a hospital any hospital a fire station or emergency services facility doc is this a a state Uh,
0: law or is that a city law or a a federal law
1: it's a state state law yeah yeah so the state law has been in effect it has one flaw in it and i'm getting to that yeah so you can give up a baby uh, less than 60 days old at any hospital fire station or emergency services facility but you have to give the child into the arms of an employee and state that you, the mother, or the father, or anyway, the parent, does not plan to return. Now the baby box uh, would evade the, uh, the parents having to hand their, uh, their uh, child to a person who would undoubtedly start questioning them. And uh, so that kind of face-to-face interaction uh that has in the past has uh, deterred many women who are ashamed so ashamed that they can't face anyone uh has deterred many women from giving up the baby and killing the baby instead which i think oh. is a horrible a horrible thing but the the shame of it all um <clears throat> and also the uh, the notoriety, because the uh, the mother would be afraid that her name would immediately be in the newspapers, um, giving up her own baby, and on and on. And to avoid that, she would rather kill the child. So uh, this is a way also for people, uh, th- those, uh, excuse me, those people who are pro-life, uh, and that means profuse and forget the child, uh, but it would be an opportunity for them uh, to help with saving the life after the baby comes out of the womb, instead of ignoring the fact that this is now a child and has to be taken care of, which is what usually happens. So, um, so of course, uh, as I said to begin with, this problem is going to be uh, exacerbated tremendously by the, uh, uh, by the abolishment of the uh, opportunity to have an abortion. So um, since two- 2009, 172 babies have been surrendered at safe haven sites, in other words, surrendered into the arms of a receiving person. And this is across all of Texas. So since 2009, 172 babies in that situation. Uh, in our, in the Behar County region, which is San Antonio and surroundings, um, about 18 babies were relinquished during that same period. So since 2009, and that's according to the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services. And the number has decreased in recent years. And so the number of babies safely passed into the arms of a caretaker has decreased. However, the dead babies found alongside roads and in the trash cans and so on has increased. So uh, the situation is becoming more dire as we go along. And mothers are less... Anxious to, or less, eag, less willing uh, to uh, to give the baby into another person's hands because it will be too shame, shaming for them and, and possibly too uh, too much publicity for them. So, um, and even if she is asked questions, the mother, most likely, a teenager, possibly or even a more uh a mature woman what does she know about uh, the medical situation of a newborn child she's not a doctor so all she would be able to say in reply to how how is the baby would be well she looks healthy to me or else he, he doesn't look so good and that would be the extent of her expertise so um at least uh, 12 other states across the nation, and that includes Arizona, Ohio, and Kentucky, uh, have implemented baby boxes, and, <clears throat> and they have seen significant reductions in infant abuse and death. Uh, and uh, um, uh, Representative Courage, Courage said um, that Indiana has uh, not seen a single death by illegal abandonment since the boxes were introduced in 2016.
0: You know, I was just reading that, not to cut you off, but I was just while you were talking, I googled baby oh, boxes. Oh, you brought it up on, uh, yeah. on your on uh, internet, did yeah. you? Yeah, and uh and Indiana, Indiana seems to uh to have a success story with this.
1: Yes. And I just described the baby box that Indiana um uses, the one that has an outside door that locks. Yeah. Uh, after the uh, baby is deposited on the inside and so if if the mother does not want to deposit that baby she'd better not close the door but once she does it, her her choice is sealed uh and an an alarm goes, a silent alarm goes off and uh, uh preferably a a medical person a nurse or a doctor will immediately come and pick up the baby uh, or a fire, fireman, if there's no medical person immediately available, will do so. And so that's how it's been done in Indiana, and it has worked very, very well. So um, uh, <clears throat> so uh, under the safe haven law that already exists in this state, uh, a mother or fa- family member who drops off a newborn, uh it according to, uh, if the law is obeyed to the letter that is so you have to uh th- to go to a firehouse or a hospital or another safe haven and give the baby into the arms of a person uh that is um designated to receive these babies uh and the law um ensures that the, a medical professional that is uh, some kind of medical att- professional will attend to the child so uh, therefore the child is neither abandoned nor endangered um so that is uh, that is what the law says right now and so these baby boxes therefore would be quite legal so the uh, the supporters said the uh, proposed baby boxes will also uh, have resources for the mother clearly displayed in hopes of helping them avoid uh, getting into the same situation again, or if they go by and read the uh, the information on the outside of the box, uh, they might be able to avoid the situation in the first place. So, um, Pamela Allen, Pamela Allen is the CEO of the nonprofit Eagle Flight Advocacy and Outreach. That's the title of this uh, nonprofit. Uh, she has, And she's the one who has taken care of the dead babies found in trash cans and on conveyor belts uh, into uh, uh, the dump and so forth. And she has buried dozens, she says, dozens of abandoned babies uh, who died alone and without a family. And uh, she has helped bury. She helped. She's one, the one who helped bury Baby Noel in 2013. And she has been advocating for a, uh, a, a solution such as a baby box. Uh, So she is very much behind the idea. And she says, and I'm quoting her now, we need to create an obstacle between that mother in crisis and a trash can. And that's putting it very bluntly, and that's very true. Uh, She said it was a huge relief, relief, amazing to see the proposition brought to city council. So... Uh, Courage and, and and his supporters uh, think that the proposal is not a direct result of the U.S. Supreme Court's ruling in Dobson uh, versus Jackson, um, the Women's Health Organization, um, which said the right to have an abortion is no longer to no longer protected under the U.S. Constitution, which we all know. Right. Uh, he said the court's decision will likely lead to a, a, an increase in pregnancies, which which I have said from the beginning here. So it's, uh, it's something that we should do, uh, actually, even without this uh, uh, this uh, uh, this um, Supreme Court ruling. Because women have been abandoning babies in Texas since, uh, well, since time immemorial, I'm sure. sure. Uh, but the Baby Noel case is the earliest one mentioned in, uh, in this uh, article, which is 2013. And that was before uh, women could have abortions in those days. And yet women would uh, carry the baby to the term and then kill the baby. Uh, So it has been a problem regardless, and it's certainly going to be much, much worse now. And so um, the Council, it looks as though the Council is going to accept this. Uh, I don't know how they could go against it. And uh, the article ends by saying that the boxes would be installed by 2023. Uh, So that's just next year. So it would go right into effect, and I think that would be one of the finest things that this city council could possibly do under the circumstances. So um, I'm surprised that that none of us had heard the word baby boxes before.
0: I've never heard the words uh, put together like that in my uh, life, and when I Googled it, um, yes, it, me too yeah, well, it seems so obvious that this should have
1: been done from the beginning
0: yeah it, it's it, you know listen uh, congrats to courage but um, it, it sounds like he's just he, he's just following what other states have done already and uh, successful yes, Indiana right and uh, and some others but I mean what a uh, what a great idea I mean it's uh, I, I I just I, I just can't wrap my head around this this poor woman that had to bury these children um I yes. just i can just imagine and when you talk about the the um the women making a choice between killing the baby and uh and and uh and being in front of the uh you know someone to hand it over and answer all those questions i mean it's uh you know it's just you know it's something from from a movie that you wouldn't you know, wouldn't expect that you would ever have to even wrap your head around. But this is right. This is uh, you know, this is a, a an obvious um, situation that you we need these. I, I don't even see who would be against who would be against baby boxes. Mm-hmm. Right. Is there anyone that that is coming out against this? Uh,
1: no, I have. Uh, there's not a hint of any opposition, and I don't know how anyone could uh, uh, could face the, the press and say, I'm against this, it's yep. going to cost city money, <laughs> uh, and on and on, uh, because that would be totally heart- heartless, and it would condemn that many more babies to death. Uh, but no, we- when you're faced with the choice between killing your baby and handing it over to somebody, uh, I think one of the problems, the shaming, uh, uh, shaming is, is overwhelming. And if this mother has managed to keep her pregnancy secret, especially from her own family, mm-hmm. from her own mother, for instance, and then the the person who takes the baby will say, "Well, now your family has to be informed." <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so on, and all of your your nine months labor to keep the, your family from knowing about it would be in vain, and so uh some mothers would kill the baby rather than risk um having her own um Relationship with her mother or her father or or the whole family, for that matter, uh, destroyed. Uh, oh, and if she has a job, she might lose her job. She might lose her livelihood, um, and so on and so forth. So the complications uh, of handing it to someone who might tell other people about it uh, would be. Uh, prohibitive uh, and so you would go to the extent which you'd think would be an almost impossible decision but you would make the decision then you know, uh, to kill the child instead
0: you know I, I thought of um, I, I, I as you were explaining this i I was thinking of of what the opposition would be what's the uh, what's the devil advocate the devil's advocate um, position on this and I I was thinking that that if people knew where the boxes were, that there might be people uh, out there, um, you know, setting up secret cameras to uh, to see who's doing this, who you know who's doing this, and uh, would it be uh, would they go after them, you know, somebody, some vigilante type group go after them for abandoning, uh, or something, or if if some you know desperate couple um, uh, was uh, was desperate to have a, a child. Of their own, if they found out, and they would approach, the um, uh, they would approach the the mother before she got in there. You know, could that be a, you know, could be that be a a, a complication? But you said these are an, an anonymous spots. Where are they? Where do they find? Do they call up nine one one? Do they? Uh, uh, how do they find out where these these boxes are, Doc? Well, uh,
1: it, there would be one at every firehouse in the city.
0: Oh, oh, I see. I see.
1: Yeah, right. yeah. And I think there are a few other places they would be as well, but, but definitely every firehouse in the city. So, uh, I would think that would be pretty, pretty easy to locate.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you, yeah, the, also not to not to cut you off, but I, I was concerned about the the child being left alone until somebody got there—a doctor, a nurse, a fireman. Uh, there's, there's usually always a fireman in the firehouse right i mean they're they're on call 24 7 and um and if this alarm went off that that baby would be attended to you know immediately i'm sure top priority are these baby boxes so um, uh yeah it's that's that answers that i'm sorry i just missed that when you were explaining it
1: yes uh because that silent alarm would uh, would reach whoever happened to be in the in the firehouse and that would certainly at least be a fireman, uh, but and the fireman would uh, immediately be in touch with uh, the medical personnel, whether it would be an RN or a, a medic, uh, um, an aide of some sort, uh, but certainly someone who would be there within a short time, even at, if it was three in the morning, uh, to take that baby and uh, and do do the examination immediately and uh, take care of whatever needs that baby would have so i think it would be a very very uh, almost foolproof unless the baby was put put in in the very last stages of dying uh and then that baby would be uh, would be protected and saved um otherwise um uh, of course, if, if the baby has been abused, of course, that's another thing that happens here in San Antonio and I fear across the country is that the male partner will, uh, will slam the baby around or choke the baby or something uh, in resentment for uh, for the little creature having appeared in the world. Uh, and if that happens and the baby is uh, is relinquished, through the baby box, then it might be too late to save its life. But that would not be the fault of the system itself. It would be the fault of of the situation of one of the parents.
0: Amazing, yeah. Just a, a amazing subject, and a good one. Yeah, and I've got to say, this is a this is certainly a, a good one. And um, yeah, I, I would I would like to hear the argument, uh, or maybe I don't want to hear the argument of. Of what the people that uh, would uh, would insist on shaming these poor women that are putting up these uh, these children these their you know their own flesh and blood, blood for um, uh, for adoption you know I, just to I- interject here uh, for a second and I, I don't know that it's relevant to what we're talking about with with baby boxes but because of 23 and Me you know what that is and uh, and and uh, you know dna.com and all of these different dna sites you, you know what i'm talking about right what i'm referring to doc right yeah so uh because of them more and more people are finding their you know finding their their relatives um long-lost relatives through these sites and you know yeah. i'll give you an example i was interviewing a woman named lynn moody now, Lynn Moody is a famous actress. If you Google her, she's she's um, a, an African American woman who was on. She was uh, she starred in Roots, um, All in the Family. The, she was the original Jenny Jefferson on the, um, uh, you know, on the show. Not on the Jeffersons, but on All in the Family, uh, and she played a lot of groundbreaking roles as an African American, beautiful young African American woman. And I interviewed her, and she's in her 70s now, and I interviewed her a couple years ago. Won a won an award, uh, number you know, uh, first-place award. Surprisingly, somebody had put it in, and we won for, for entertainment. And her story, and, and again, she was on, I, I believe it was Dynasty or Falcon Crest or one of those nighttime, uh, you know, soap operas, and, mm-hmm. and she had a long, fruitful career. So now she's retired. She's, you know... Uh, at the time, I was speaking to a 73 years old, uh, no children, no husband, and she's, uh, you know, she's going into, you know, retirement, you know, kind of quietly uh, into the night. Her brother called, and her brother I, I, is, you know, somewhere around the same age as her, two, you know, a couple years younger, a couple years older, I can't remember, and her brother had just uh, signed on to one of these sites, and uh, a woman... Uh, contacted her, a woman in her 50s, um, had contacted him and said that you're um, you are my biological uncle, uh, according to this site. So, he called his sister, Lynn Moody, the famous actress, and he said, uh, do you know anything about this? And, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of just going with the dates by, uh, you know, by memory. She said, can you ask her if she was born on December 6th, 1964? So, he asked her, he said, were you born on December 6th, 1964? And she said, yes, I was. And he called back and he said, what is going on? And she said, okay, when I went to Hollywood, I, I, as a product of a one-night stand, uh, I became pregnant. And I, um, I, I didn't want to abort the baby. I, uh, I wanted to take it to full term. I didn't tell mom and dad. And I, um, I had this child. Um, and I I took the, the baby to an ad, uh, adoption agency and and reluctantly gave up the baby for uh, adoption so I could follow my career. I wasn't ready to be a mother I wasn't whatever and this must be that young woman or that this woman that I, I gave up as a baby And as it turned out, the woman's biologic I'm sorry, the woman's adoptive parents had passed away like 10 years earlier and she had a full-grown, son who just graduated from college and they were living huh. almost around the corner from Lynn Moody in Los Angeles and huh. they uh, just an amazing uh, you know an amazing situation where um, uh, you know they they lived it was a 10-minute walk uh, away from each other so make a long story short they they met they uh, they fell in you know fell in love with each other as a family and they're all living together As you know, not in the same, you know, not in the same house, but in the same area, they celebrate uh, vacations together. And uh, I mean, uh, you know, holidays together and everything. It's a great story. I mean, it's a New York Times had it. uh, But I was shocked when I started interviewing Lynn Moody. I, um, I I was absolutely in, in complete shock. Uh, Because I had no idea. I I didn't do any research. I just it was just a last minute interview. And somebody said, oh, you know, you know, Lynn Moody. And I did know her. I knew her work. And the amazing thing is this young woman as a young black woman, she um, she was, you know, being raised by uh, by this couple and her favorite show growing up. Was whatever this was, uh, Falcon Crest or Dynasty, whatever? Uh, Lynn Moody was uh, a star of, and she was the only African American on the show. So this young woman felt gra- uh, she gravitated to her, and she admired, she idolized Lynn Moody as uh, as an actress, as a star. Never knowing, never thinking for one second, this is my biological mother. And I mean, it's just it's it's a feel good story that started with Twenty Three and Me or. Yeah. or ancestry.com amazing oh, story yeah how's that
1: <laughs> yes uh this sort of thing does happen uh Ancestry is one of these agencies that uh, I belong to that, or rather I'm affiliated with it. Uh, uh, I'm discovering all sorts of third and fourth cousins all over the country. (laughs) Because I'm, my own family, the, uh, the Bioms and the Edgingtons have practically died out. So, uh, uh, those are my maiden name is Byam, um, and my um, uh, mother's uh, family was Edgington. Uh, so um, so I certainly am uh, not, the, the bloodline that I belong to is not going extinct as I thought it was, uh, which is an encouraging thought. Uh, I haven't actually tried to get in touch with any of these people, but uh, but I see that some of them are Related to my father's sister, uh, and they were uh, Ohio. They were in Ohio, in Portsmouth, Ohio, uh, and so on. So I'm finding out stuff like that about uh, about my own family, but none of it is is nearly as spectacular as the story you just told. That's just amazing.
0: You know, another person that I I have coming up. Uh, and and, to, yeah, and I don't know, you know, where it is, uh, in the pipeline. But um, I just I, I saw it recently. But the the grandson, the grandson, this is unbelievable. The grandson of, I think it's William Henry Harrison, is still alive. William Hen- Henry Harrison, I believe, is the president that lived 31 days, right, while he's in mm-hmm. office, and he's still alive. The grandson, I don't know how it's possible. I guess he was very old. Um, when he had a, uh, you know, when he had, had a child and his, and that child was very old when, you know, whatever, but I mean, it's, it's an unbelievable, you know, it's like this unbelievable moment, um, mm-hmm. you know, where you, where you still have that person alive. I mean, here we are, you know, here we are starting to talk about, um, starting to talk about, uh, oh oh no, I'm sorry. It's John Tyler's grandson, um, Harrison Tyler. Uh, that's uh, the mix-up. There uh, is still alive. He is still alive as of August twenty-second, and um, h- uh, this is a, oh, this is a ten-year-old article. I'm sorry, uh, but he's still alive today. Um, uh, it's uh, it, it, he's uh, uh, yeah, he's Harrison Ruffin Tyler, grandson of the tenth. The tenth, no less, president of the United States. You know, uh, President Biden is forty-six, right on mm-hmm. on the list. So the tenth president of the United States has a grandson that is still alive. I mean, it's just—it's
1: uh, incredible, it really is.
0: Yeah, just a, a, a <laughs> amazing what we're doing. And and again, I you know, I, I guess it, it comes back to we 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 circle around to that these baby boxes. Uh, you know, if we can keep the you know if it kept one baby alive it would be uh, a a great success but uh really not at this point you hope that it, it would keep 99% of the uh the the children that might die in a in, in a horrible homicide and infanticide i guess they call it right um yes right infanticide right. um uh, you know and and you know here we go i mean these stories that uh that we just told you know about ancestry or 23 and me whatever that one was with lynn moody and uh, you know i i urge everyone you too doc to to google lynn moody um and you could uh you know you could see her her story i think the new york times did a very nice job on it and um and then the uh the the idea of uh of this by the way on you know on the uh the other front there is a the there the one living and i live on long island and i think the only living Ancestor, uh, or, or um, what is it? Descendant of descendant, yeah. descendant of Adolf Hitler lives ah. uh, lives uh, about fifteen minutes from me. You know, it's a nephew. No
1: joke. Oh my.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so Adolf <laughs> Hitler's nephew. He's changed his name, of course. You can under, you could you fully understand why, but I think it's yes. Hitler's Hitler's uh, sister's son and i don't know that he procreated and um you know in a lot of uh, you know I, uh, whatever but they say he's uh, you know from what people say he's he's pleasant enough he's quiet enough he's changed his name a couple of times he's got a very large fence around his <laughs> around his house and i guess you would understand him, but a very modest house but i mean it's uh you know like 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 here you go i mean this is these stories are there because these you know these babies have have been, uh, you know, have been uh, alive, and as a species, I mean, we're we're a pretty sturdy group of people, and uh, yes, you know, right. I mean, your family is uh is proof, living proof of that, right? You are living proof of of the sturdiness of families, and and your ex husband, yeah. you know, uh, you're not your late husband, not your ex husband, your late husband, uh, the sturdiness of of the human being.
1: Right? Yes. Well, you know, my grandfather. I uh, was born in 1856, and uh, my mother was born in uh, in 1906, and she died in 2003. And I am 88. I'm still here. Yeah. So that's only three generations. Uh, from 1856 so that's that's sort of crazy isn't it i mean that was half half of the 19th century all of the 20th and a quarter of the 21st I mean, 18,
0: amazing 1856 is four years before the war to free the slaves was uh yes. was waged yes, yes. right i mean it's uh I, I don't, he was
1: too young to fight in the war, <laughs> right. but he, he he was born during it.
0: Yes. You imagine that? I mean, the uh, just, or rather
1: he was a child during it. Yeah.
0: You know, and these these children that are being saved, we we have no idea what the what the future holds, and and and, and again, this this has real this to me really has nothing to do with Roe v. Wade, other than the fact. That well, it does. You know, it has something to do with Roe v. Wade because um, uh, certain uh, certain people um, who who wouldn't um, uh, be legally allowed to have uh, have an abortion, um, right, uh, may mm-hmm. be forced to uh, take it to a full term and then make some kind of decision there. But i I imagine the pro lifers would like this idea of the uh, of the of the baby box. Right, and I can't oh, yeah. imagine that the anti, uh, not anti, the uh, uh, the pro-choice folks. I can't imagine they'd have an argument against the uh, the uh, the baby boxes, right? I mean, it's no. uh, you know, you're you're trying to you know uh, relieve the mother of a- as as much stress as possible, and uh, you know, well, I, I mean, that's you know, ideally, that's what you would think that many of the people that are that are pro-choice would be thinking is you know pro you know, pro-mother, and, um, yes. yeah, so, I mean.
1: Yes, because many women now, certainly in Texas, would have great difficulty, especially the poor, naturally. These things always hit the poor worse. Yeah. Uh, but the poor poor women, destitute women uh, in difficult situations are the ones that this would help. And, of, of course, pro-lifers and pro-choicers both, I think, would uh, would be pro-baby box, so everybody should support this.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know how many, and, and again, you're going to have to forgive me, there's a lot of information there. Did did we say that there's only eight or ten states that have these up?
1: Uh, it's a, I think there's more than that. Uh, let's see if I can find it.
0: Twelve other states uh, and, yeah. have it already. I mean I can't imagine any state I I mean what are they waiting for? You know it's just one of those things right. like like what exactly are you waiting for? Um you know get this up it doesn't sound like it's it doesn't sound like there's much of a cost uh to it it's uh and we should be supportive of our fire departments financially anyway and um mm-hmm. and, you know right. you're talking about uh, for the idea of saving lives this is saving a very little life a very a brand new life um
1: Exactly yeah Yes, well, the only cost, I think, the only difficulty would be getting the medical personnel uh, willing to come out at all hours of the uh, of the early morning. Uh, which, and I think that would be the most likely time that a, a mother, in her shame and fear, would bring in a baby and abandon it in a baby box, it would be at 3 in the morning or so. Um, and uh, so... The medical personnel hired to do, uh, uh, to take care of that situation would have to be willing to be aw- uh, awakened at any time uh, in the middle of the night and have to get up and rush uh, to to do his or her duty. Uh, so that that would be one of the complications and probably expenses. But the creation of those baby boxes in in itself. Uh, and putting an alarm on there uh, would, would not cost very much, I wouldn't think. I and mean, my, my father uh, would easily set that up. He would build the box and put in the uh, the alarm. Yeah. Uh, he was an engineer. He could do all that, and he, he could do carpentry as well. So uh, a single individual handyman uh, could uh, fix it. Um, so I don't think making the boxes would be any problem.
0: Just, uh, just unbelievable. Uh, good work on your behalf to uh, let all of us know, everyone listening, and me. And uh, you know, this is uh, I. Uh, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> spread the idea around. It, and and if New York's not one of the states, uh, I assure you, very shortly it will be. I'll I'll be talking to, um, I'll be talking to some of the key people. And uh, you know, baby boxes. My gosh, it's just, great, it's
1: great. Little, Thank you, Frank. Yeah, that, that's wonderful.
0: No brainer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe this will spread like wildfire. I think it should.
0: Yeah, I mean, recently in the last three weeks, I've I've been with the governor, the uh, uh, the attorney general, the the local DA, and 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 many many congressional members. Um, Chuck Schumer, I'm I'm in touch with. I yeah, I don't know why baby boxes wouldn't be, um, like I said, a no brainer for for any of this. Uh, anything? Any final word on baby boxes and what what the next step? Um, is I guess uh, getting more of these states um, to you know to include them uh, in you know in the fire departments or the firehouses
1: right yes and there are lots of firehouses so uh, so it should be a no-brainer as you say Uh, and uh, I think it would bring it would bring people together. Uh we are a divided nation, everybody is saying that every day. Uh it in, in splashes all over newspapers. Uh and it's something that could bring people together. Uh in a a unified cause. So I think it's a very worthy thing. And I hope it takes fire and is instituted in the entire country. That would be wonderful.
0: Amazing. Doc, thank you, uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, well bringing this uh, forward. But everything, everything that you do, um, glad to know that you, you're doing well and you're feeling well. And to everyone out there, we we thank you all. We thank you all for listening. We know you have a lot of choices, and whatever outlet you choose to <laughs> hear us on, uh, we thank you and just continue to do that. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. You've been listening to Dr. Florence by him. Weinberg and she is the author of 16 books the last two being uh before the Alamo and the latest the very latest, is the choice having nothing to do with this subject or or Roe v Wade um it sounds like it but it, it's not it's uh, it, it just I you know, look it up buy the books Frank McKay signing off we'll see you all next time on break breaking it down i almost said breaking it down on the florence weinberg show uh so uh, i'll try it once again uh so to all of you thank you very much we'll see you all next time on the florence weinberg show